good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, current events, local world news, and trending. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me this evening. This is August the 20th at 11 p.m. And tonight, we'll be talking about mandatory vaccines coming to a business near you. gentlemen. Well, I hope everybody had a good week. Um, This is my first full week back to work after two weeks of vacation and first show back after this long needed break. So, You know, watching the news, reading news stories, and um, things seem to be unfolding um, fairly quickly uh, with businesses, corporations, getting their policies, company policies out there and basically telling their employees that you must be fully vaccinated or plan to be vaccinated. And if you're not going to be vaccinated, well, you could be fired or you'll have to go through a ongoing fast testing for COVID-19 and educational videos on vaccines. Now, you know, here in Ontario, Canada, where I reside, um, we're reporting more than 600 new cases of COVID-19 for the first time since early June. Now we go back to April. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Now, if we go back to uh, early spring, April, we were up over 5,000 cases a day here across Ontario. Now, nearly 10 million people here in Ontario are fully vaccinated. Back in July, is when we moved into the third phase of reopening. Now, for for you or anybody else out there, um, what that means um, for our 
what was our reopening? Um, on the third stage. Now, that means all the non-essential businesses, you know, um, haircutting places, nail salons, movie theaters, all the malls were able to fully reopen. Outdoor gatherings increased. Indoor gatherings increased. Now, we have enough people here in Ontario, like I said, you know, pushing 10 million people who are fully vaccinated. We have enough vaccinated now that we could actually lift all the restrictions. Now... They're not going to do that. We are going to stay in phase three. There really is no end date. That is going to depend on the upcoming season in another month. It's fall time here in North America. So that's all going to depend, you know, if our cases keep increasing. Early June, July, and even early August, I mean, we were reporting about 180 cases a day. And now we are reporting over 600 a day. School starts in September on September the 7th. Now, when it comes to vaccines and, and businesses, um, corporations um, are looking to make it mandatory for their employees to get vaccinated or be fired or they have a choice of being tested on a regular basis and they would have to attend educational videos on vaccines. Now, from one of the medical um, places in Toronto, that top doctor recommends that vaccinations requirements for all workplaces that could be in manufacturing, warehousing, all non-essential businesses, restaurants, hotels, trucking industry. Large gatherings. You know, because we're allowed to do that now. We can dine in restaurants. Now, the unfortunate thing here in London, Ontario, where I reside, is that two restaurants in the downtown area has had an outbreak of COVID-19. 
This is really unfortunate. Now, when this this um, top medical officer of health talking about um, all workplaces um, have a policy in place that all employees get vaccinated. And it's not just for that, it's for like other organizations require proof of vaccinations for gatherings with a thousand individuals or more. Like sporting events, concerts. Now, even the um, the Toronto Maple Leafs sports and entertainment are calling on all employees and even visitors to those events have proof that they are fully vaccinated. Now that could come in paper form or you can download that information, which you would have probably already gotten already when you've gotten your, when you became fully vaccinated. And that would be your proof that you are fully vaccinated. And it'll even show what vaccine that you have received. So should businesses, corporations be allowed to make it mandatory. Now, our Ontario Premier has told that all of the PC caucus, 64,000 of them, of the government, they must be vaccinated or be fired. Or like I said, they must be willing and able to and be readily available to be tested on a regular basis and that they are required to go through the educated videos on vaccines. And he's not kidding. There has been one member of the PC party here in Ontario that he does not want to do any of the above and he was fired. A lot of legal issues could go along with workplace mandatory vaccines. Whether they're corporations, non-essential businesses, really got to be really careful when it comes to the law. And are they going to be, you know, basically treading water here? what is going to be allowed and what is not going to be under law. 
because certainly corporations and businesses, you know, don't want any wrongful dismissal suits being brought up against them if the individual was terminated because he or she does not want to get vaccinated. It isn't law to be vaccinated or not. We all have a choice. Some choose not. Some just don't know enough. And some just don't want to at all. Whatever. I know a couple people who do not want to get vaccinated. Really with no good rhyme or reason. Just you know, following, following the group that doesn't want to get vaccinated. Some say I don't have time. Well, you can get a vaccine anytime. Want a vaccine? You can get it at two o'clock in the morning. You know, with the vaccines that the the federal government has procured um, over the time that the vaccines became readily available, here in Canada, we have enough vaccines to vaccinate anyone who wants to get a vaccine 12 years old and up twice. Now, last week, when we talk about, you know, 12 year olds getting vaccinated um, here in Ontario, they, they turned around and said, yeah, 12 year olds who were born, you know, in 2009 are now eligible for a vaccine. What are their birthdays here in August, September, October, November, or December? And then the very next day, they did an about face and said, no, they have to wait till they're 12 years old. And then on the 17th of this month, they did another 180 and said, yes, kids who were born in 2009 can now get a vaccine effective on the 18th of this month, which was two days ago. So far, so good. They haven't turned around and pull another 180. So it looks like for those kids who were born in 2009, whether their birthday is here in August, September, October, November, December, they can get a vaccine. The teachers union is calling on the government or saying that they're not going far enough. They feel that, you know, um, all teachers, all faculty, um, everybody that works in the school, all students should be vaccinated 
by the end of the year. Nobody wants the schools to be closed again because here in Ontario, the schools have been closed since April. Nobody wants to go back to online learning. Now, parents have been given the choice. You can send your kids to school on September the 7th, or they can do online learning. And some are choosing for the kids to do online learning, which is fine. For those who are able to do it and want to do it. I mean, there's a lot of kids out there that this online learning, you know, was more frustrating, more difficult to do than in class. It's important that we as adults, you know, are setting a good example for the kids that we should get vaccinated in order to help prevent any closures. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. So I'm out here talking about mandatory vaccines coming to a business near you. And business here across Ontario, small businesses, corporations, are looking at making it mandatory that their employees are vaccinated or they will have to undergo consistent COVID-19 testing and they'll also be subject to watching um, information videos on vaccines. That's going to be their choice. If they opt not to do any of that, they could be fired. You know, no, nobody wants to lose their job in a time of crisis. Here in Ontario, um, like I said, um, we are just in a um, stage three um, reopening, which started back in uh, July. And our top doctor here in Ontario has put lifting all restrictions on pause. Because like I said earlier, before you came on the show, is that here in Ontario, we're pushing approximately 10 million fully vaccinated. And that's enough to lift all the restrictions. But again, our cases are going up.
Well, the new variant that's going around right now is, is the Delta variant. And it's very highly contagious. And before you came on the show um, here in the city of London, Ontario, where I reside, um, a couple of restaurants downtown had an outbreak of COVID-19. So between the two of them, over 30 cases come out of two restaurants. One of the hardest hit industries during our closures. You know, here in Ontario, Canada, our schools go back September the 7th, uh, on the 7th of, uh, of September. And hopefully, hopefully that, you know, coming into fall time in winter, that we get a better hold of this, keep these cases low, and hopefully that the schools don't have to close again because the schools here in Ontario, Canada has been shut down since April. We don't want to see any more of that. We don't want to see any more business closures. We do not want to see any more stay at home orders and having the emergency order enacted again. All non-essential businesses would be closed. Well, you know, I was just looking earlier, you know, at the, um, at the cases going on in the United States and throughout the United States, you're seeing about 156,000 cases a day. And that's not good. Joe Biden, your president, he announced today that he will be keeping the land border closed for another 30 days. Whereas here in Canada, we had opened the land border to fully vaccinated Americans. Now myself, and, and I'm sure my fellow Canadians, um, right now, you know, with what's going on in the United States, you know, nobody wants to cross the border into the United States right now. Yes, they do have loved ones on the other side. And it's tough. But as long as those, those individuals are fully vaccinated, fully vaccinated Americans, you can cross the land border and you can fly here to Canada. So you have two daughters in, in, in British Columbia. Now, are you fully vaccinated? Because if you are fully vaccinated, you can come to Canada. And that's now when I say that, that's only for the United States. Only fully vaccinated Americans can come to Canada. No other country 
can come here. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I hope, you know, um, I hope you get to re you reunite with them soon. Um, here's the thing though, that, um, we can fly to the United States, but we have to prove that, you know, we're vaccinated, but we cannot cross the land border. They're not vaccinated. Well, I hope they do, I hope they do get vaccinated, you know, and um, hopefully you get to um, reunite with them, um, hopefully soon. Because that's one thing that's really important, you know, when it comes to um, um, compassion, you know, throughout this pandemic and, and, and the border closures between Canada and the United States. And, you know, taking as long as it has, I mean, it was August the 9th um, when um, our government announced that um, we were going to open the land border. Um, no, they cannot. Um, even the United States government, um, if they're flying to the United States, um, they have to have proof um, that they are vaccinated. So, even if they're under 16, yes. 12 year old, see here, here in Ontario, and I, I think um, across Canada, um, ages 12 and up can get vaccinated. So, and um, that, you know, so that's, that's how it is here in Canada. And it was just announced the other day that um, all kids who were born in 2009 are now, el are now eligible um, for the vaccine. So if people want to travel, it's important that you get vaccinated. That's for international flights and then maybe it may become domestic as well that people have to be vaccinated. Now, when it comes to the mandatory vaccines, um, the uh, University of Toronto, they are Yeah, I know people are going ape shit over this. You know, they, you know, they really are. Um, so the University of Toronto, uh, they are going to require students, staff, and all campus to be fully vaccinated against the COVID nineteen. Well, you know, one must look at the vax. 
And yes, travel is going to be an issue if you're not vaccinated. Now, even for, you know, here in Canada, here in Ontario, they're even talking about indoor venues such as hockey games, concerts, that you have proof that you are fully vaccinated in order to attend these indoor concerts, sporting events. Well, that's great that they're doing that in uh, New York and San Francisco. That's fantastic. You know, um, does there have to be an, in a, an incentive in order for people to get vaccinated? You know, give something You know, like you have you have a, a Dunkin' Donuts in the United States. So give them free coffee for a month to get vaccinated. Right? Give them something. I mean, some places are doing that. You know, I've heard that um, in the U.S. that some places were doing something, giving something away in order to get people to come in and get vaccinated. I mean, that hasn't happened um, here in Canada and and here in Ontario. Um, We've just been, you know, rolling up our sleeves and, and getting the shot. Now, uh, for the booster, um, they're talking for the most vulnerable um, the elderly, um, people with um, immune deficiency. Uh, so, yeah, a number of factors, you know, coming in for uh, for the booster. Um, so, well, I know uh, this this uh, person here is saying I do not believe in vax. This is my view. No, that's fine. You know, I mean, if you don't, uh, if you don't believe in it, I mean, that that's your prerogative. You know, but like I said, if you want to travel somewhere or you want to go places, you know, I'll tell you, you're going to run into problems. If you're a, a person who likes to go on a cruise, well, you know, cruise lines are already um, only taking people who are fully vaccinated. Other countries are falling suit. They really are. I tell you, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, when um, education, whether it's a university or a college, high school, public school, Catholic schools, 
everybody's going to be required to get vaccinated. Now, I think that, you know, education goes a long ways when it comes to vaccines. And if they want to implement that, that's fine. If they um, have you go through um, watching the videos, educational videos on vaccines, um, they can do that too. Um, but it's going as far as telling somebody, um, you know, we give you these options, you know, get vaccinated or be ready to be tested on a regular basis. And you have to attend these edu educational classes on vaccines or else. So if you choose not to do any of the three, then you could potentially lose your job. Now, as it goes for our um, reopening plans um, here in Ontario, staying in, in stage three, um, I think I think it's a good idea myself personally. Um, because we because you learn from the past, because here in Ontario, um, at times throughout this pandemic, we opened too fast just to, to go backwards and close down again. And then we open up and then we close down again. Three times throughout this pandemic, this has happened. So by the top doc, so by the top doctor here in Ontario saying that he's gonna pause the reopening I guess it is just lessons learned. Keep everybody safe. But I'll tell you, you know, being a truck driver, I drive local now. I don't do any more long haul drive to Toronto on a daily basis. And it is though it seems that, you know, all, all the restrictions have been lifted with all the traffic out there as though everything is back to normal.
It certainly is a whole lot busier than it has been over these past, what, 17, 18 months that, we, that uh, we've been going through this. Now, when I say Well, everybody's going to do their own research. Everybody's going to make, make their own choices and their own decisions, you know, on whether to get vaccinated or not. But, you know, 600 new cases is what we're seeing here, just in Ontario. That, you know, is considerably low than to other countries around the world. And of course, our neighbors to the south, the United States. Now, just from July, you know, to what, the 20th today, you know, we went from, you know, 150 cases a day, now 600. And it's slowly creeping up. So this is something that they're, they're keeping a close eye on. And, you know, this is really playing, playing into, into also um, about um, pausing um, the um, reopening, fully reopening lifting all restrictions. But um, what it is right now, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'll give you a rundown of Ontario stage three. And what that is, So give you an idea if you haven't heard. Now with this step three that we're in right now, um, so this so the step three gathering limits and rules in Ontario social gathering. This is twenty five people, if the event is held indoors. A hundred people if the event is held outdoors. An organized public event, um, you know, in a private dwelling, including houses, apartment buildings, condominium buildings, post-secondary student residence. Um, same thing, 25 people indoor, 100 people outdoors. Um, weddings, a funeral, uh, religious services, a writ or ceremony. Um which includes um, indoor religious services, um, you know, indoor dining permitted with no limits on the number of patrons per table with the physical distancing and other restrictions in effect, which mask wearing is mandatory in all indoor public places. 
And of course, all your sports and recreation, um, indoor sports and recreations, your fitness facilities, um, that's that 50% capacity. Um, capacity for indoor spectators is that 50% of the usual sitting capacity or a thousand people. Uh, capacity for outdoor spectators is, 70, is 75% of the usual seating capacity or 15,000 people or whichever is, is less. Museums, festivals, and other tourist attractions such as your, your uh, museums, your galleries, um, historic sites, the zoos, um, casinos, Amusement parks, 75% capacity outdoors. And it goes for the same as concert venues, cinemas, and, uh, and theaters permitted to operate at 50% capacity indoors or a maximum of 1,000 people for seated events, which is, or whichever is less. So that's our stage three. And like I said earlier, we have enough people vaccinated here in Ontario that we can lift all restrictions. Pushing 10 million, the population of 16 million here in Ontario, that we could actually lift all the restrictions. So by the top doctor Ontario, by saying that he's just going to pause and, um, you know, people are, I mean, people are getting ready to get back to class. You know, more people now um, are getting back to work. Having the land border open um, is going to help with, with the tourism here in Ontario. Um, but look, I mean, we're already halfway through this year or a little more than half through this year. And by opening up the land borders, you know, on... Um, August the 9th, it's probably a little too late, you know, in order to see any difference in revenue for the tourist sector because they were also one of the hardest hit throughout this pandemic. United States, Canada, all over the world, all these tours tours, attractions that people enjoy doing, you know, how about, you know, I don't see it really making um, a real big um, impact on the tourist sector, being that it's already late in the year anyways. But for all businesses, you know, to be um, open, you 
you know, getting people back to work is, um, is, is a really a good thing. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Um, I don't take things for granted. Um, being a truck driver, um, I worked throughout this entire pandemic. I've seen it where the roadways, highways were virtually empty. Business parking lots, empty. And to see them start filling up again is a good thing. Now, I am going to be back out um, tomorrow morning for another regular scheduled podcast at 9 a.m. After this long break um, that I have uh, taken, um, you know, two weeks of holidays, um, my first full week back to work, and um, coming back out here. You know, um, I missed being out on the air. Um, I miss my listeners out there as well from people all over the world and my followers. It's just good to be back. It's good to have you back on my show. And uh, like I said, I will be back out tomorrow morning um, because I don't want to use up all my topics that I have. You know, because then, you know, I'll be up all night looking for something else to talk about. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be tired in the morning, you know, trying to do a show. And it doesn't matter how many coffees I drink. It won't wake me up. So, um, thank you for liking the show. I appreciate that. I appreciate all the likes um, from everybody out there. And, um, yeah, join me tomorrow morning if you can um, at 9 a.m. And uh, see what else I'm going to talk about. Um, Yeah, hope it's a good one. So I try to do my best. I do. So, um, you know, get that information out there to people around the world uh, that's you know, doesn't know what's going on here in Canada. Um, you know, across all the provinces and territories um, here in this country. Um, I try to keep you um, up to date and well informed as I possibly can. I, I think that's important. Um, so until then, ladies and gentlemen, you have yourself a good night and uh, join me tomorrow morning for another episode of the truckers podcast. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me. Good night. Be safe.